0: Last that's as close as you'll get to greatness, you peanut. Butter. Shut up. You will be dealt with. period, period.
1: Cut that you tiger mackerel. Sickening and stupid and you won't care. do know what's
0: going to be, that's my opinion. Yellow, yellow, yellow. Guess who's black?
1: <laughs> Who was that? Do we have a new host this year?
0: Welcome. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Opinionated. Who the fuck is this? I bitch? can't even. What do I say?
1: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Hello and welcome to Opinionated, <laughs> the podcast for opinionated people by opinionated people. I'm your host, Amy Williamson. <laughs> and as usual. I'm joined by my very special co-host Stephen Trajanovsky. Hi. Hi. Hoi. 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 <laughs> All right, little little role reversal.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Thank you for um picking up there because I was I yeah. was not not doing well. Okay. What kind of word is that? Okay. All right, Stephen. So how are you? Oh look, I'm really good. Mm-hmm. And you know why I'm really fucking why? good? <laughs> I knew it was going to be signed to Lady Gaga.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: yeah I haven't listened to it
1: No How good
0: is it? Time I mean... Amy <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't listened to it No, this I haven't This past week, and we had RuPaul's Drag Race We had Mardi Gras mm-hmm. uh, Gaga gifted us mm. with mm. such a gift Which has gone absolutely bloody viral I was watching, there was a press conference on the coronavirus in yep. Italy Halfway through the press conference This song, was
0: just all you hear is da 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 Just to give everyone some context, I was just sipping um, my water bottle and as Steven said, I the bloody press conference – and I knew that he was going to start saying a Lady Gaga song played. Yeah, yeah. It started playing. And to I just press spat conference. water out.
1: Yeah, it um, was iconic. It's gone absolutely everywhere.
0: Well, and I'm so happy it.
1: about it. She's given she's given the gays what they want wanted.
0: I haven't heard about it. With that being said, I listened to it. You like, haven't heard about it? No, like I've heard about it because your Instagram story about four days. <laughs> four days straight. Which is, is memes just just about it. Memes about Um. No, but I haven't love. heard the songs, but I'm, like I said, I'm typically somebody who I don't like to learn new songs. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Unless it's like somebody like Demi who I'm obsessed with, I don't like to learn them. I just want new songs to be in my mind. Like, I just want to already know them.
1: Well, this song has gotten to number one, and let me tell you why. Mm. If anyone wants something to happen, get the gays on your side, because the gays know how to get shit done. Yeah. There were fake things going all over Twitter, all over Facebook, and all over Instagram, that if you were – if you listened to the whole thing on Spotify, to the whole song Stupid Love by Lady Gaga, um, at the end – it was beautifully photoshopped and everything. At the end, you get a coupon from Starbucks for a free drink of your choice. Starbucks then had to say, no, this is not real. <laughs> And you've been listening to the song to get the listens up, so it hits number one. Then there was another one that said if you listen to the whole song, at the end it comes up with an offer of for free AirPods from Apple. Again, it was a lie the guys just came up with, so it oh hits number one.
0: my God. Then there
1: are all these photos coming out of but people wait. like screenshotting something of the video clip saying, oh, my God, I can't believe this mistake at 3.51. So you'd watch the entire thing to see the mistake, and there's no bloody mistake. So, wait, uh,
0: this is, so do you have to listen to a whole entire song from start to finish for it to count?
1: So the idea, yeah, yeah, you've got no. I think you've got to listen to it at least like eighty percent of it for it to count. But you can't listen to it on repeat. It doesn't work if it's on repeat. You have to have a song in between. So what I recommend doing is putting in stupid love, then putting in maybe a good filler, Alejandro maybe. Alejandro's a good one. Judas, <laughs> um, and then back to stupid love.
0: Okay. Um. So if anyone's that passionate enough to get Lady Gaga to number one, like Stephen is,
1: yeah, yeah, how, Amy, how would you do week? that?
0: Um I was I was sick um so it wasn't that good. I um was I started feeling sick on Friday. On Friday, not too bad, and then Saturday I um so I did a box fit class on the Friday and that was f- so hard.
1: Oh really? Um, oh
0: my god. It was but it was like to the point of like there's hard and then there's just like sit, like like I play basketball, I do a lot of sport. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was going to vomit. Yeah. It's something that um I don't think many people could do it comfortably. So like one exercise, for instance, would be like you had to do 50 squats, uh, 40 push-ups, 30 um, what lunges, um, 20 plank climbers, 10 um, ten mountain climbers, and then you had to work your way back up to fish. And then you had to go 20 again, 30, 40, 50. That was just one exercise. You had to do three rounds of them.
1: I really look forward to every week hearing about what exercise class you, yeah. you do. It's almost like a little review. Yeah,
0: um, it was really hard. I will go again though because yep. for three days I could like I couldn't get out of bed. Uh-huh. I mean I did, but like you know, I had to like roll out of bed like I was like a ham, like a sausage. <laughs> um, so I went swimming that morning, and then I had a headache for like twenty four hours. I thought it was just from chlorine. Got sick. Everyone thought I had corona. That was a big thing. Um, don't have corona.
1: Did um, you watch anything fun while you were sick?
0: I did, yes. Um, so I watched Dirty John. Have you watched that?
1: No, I don't know what that is.
0: Watch it. I watched the documentary on the guy, and then my um, my brother's girlfriend suggested it. Um, so I watched that. Oh my god! No, I also watched um, binge watched um, Love Is Blind on Netflix.
1: I've heard about this, and I wasn't quite convinced because to me, if it, the show's Love Is Blind, and it's like blind dating, choose people who are actually you know. Ugly well, or have like deformities or so- Deformities, deformities, well, is that the word? Deformities?
0: Yeah, they had um, one woman on there who wasn't ugly again. She was a bit older, but you never saw a story because she never fell in love. Um, the oh. guys were uglier than the girls, and I think the girls just got to the end and were like, oh, no, I just want to get married. I'll settle. Um, but f- great. I have been like counting down the days for the reunion because I thought the reunion was released. Uh-huh. Turns out that doesn't come out to the 5th of March. So, 5th oh, um, of March. That's when yeah. the ep- this See, episode yeah, comes that's, out. That's tomorrow. So um wow. Yeah, you've I mean that's if if I get it out on the fifth of March, guys, this might be a bit later. Yes,
1: it is. Sorry um, guys, we've had a bit of a delay.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I did. That was my week.
1: Well, let me tell you what's going on in the entertainment news. Mm-hmm. Judge Judy. Yep 25 years of Judge Judy. Wow. Can you believe it? Wow. Yep.
0: No, I can't. And but it's coming yes.
1: to an end. Is it? Yeah. So she went on the Ellen show and she said that after 25 years of the show, mind you, she gets paid $47 million a year for <gasps> the show. US as well. So no, she bad, doesn't. Yeah, US, which is like $65 million Australian oh dollars. Oh my God. Maybe even more. Yeah. Um, well, after 25 years, she had a really great relationship with CBS, who um, own her show, and they decided not to film any more episodes after 25 years. So this is the last year of Judge. Uh, Judy and she said that um, they decided to sell off reruns of the show so instead of making new ones they can just sell the Mm -hmm. old ones to streaming services and things like that but she said well I'm 77 years old and you'd think I'd retire but I'm not tired yet So, she's going to bring out a new show called Judy Justice, which she announced on The Alan Show yesterday. Mm. Um, And she hasn't announced where it's going to be, what the format's going to be, anything about it. But Judy Justice is going to be here in 2021. And believe you me, we're going to be here to review it. Wow. Yeah. Good on her. Yep. Can't wait. $47 million a year.
0: Yeah, that's nuts. That's so much money.
1: I know. US too. Yeah, wow. Also, one show that is just so hard to get away from at the moment has to be Married at First Sight,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: I know that you're just as obsessed with as I am.
0: I don't love it as much as other seasons, just because I think it's now past the point of like I don't know if they're actually genuinely trying to find people that love. That's the like thing. they've given I totally up on that.
1: Agree, it's really quite they've uncomfortable. these. Yeah,
0: it's uncomfortable. Yeah, people just keep leaving. At least last year, like oh, I can see the science behind some of them. You know, were just there to take the piss. Yeah, but most of these people, they're just all. Fight and it's just exhausting And God Dating some of these people Would drive me nuts Well shows like
1: this Typically have like You would, you would normally have like The star of the show uh-huh. two couples Let's say the stars of the show Who were really meant to be together And they paired really well And they're going to be there To the end Because
0: that's Well who, that was Kathy like, and Josh Until they had the fight Yeah
1: Like us as the viewer Would normally like Fall in love uh-huh. with them Then they have The problematic couples Who are there For the entertainment factor Because it's a TV show And we need that And then there's the fillers And the fillers Sort of fucked off really early yeah. The drama has sort of happened. And then the people that I think that the couples that they sort of put all the eggs in their baskets have sort of fallen apart. So yeah. now they're sort of like, well, what do we do? Yep. So they've brought in bloody Lizzie, who is an love absolute her. Australian icon. We,
0: uh, we, we, did we speak at Lizzie last we did. season?
1: How much of a legend she was. Yeah,
0: how much we love her. Yeah, we absolutely love her. She's an
1: icon. Her. But let me tell you what happened last week. Mm. For the very first time in Married at First Sight history – Hayley and David, they were the first couple ever to be kicked off the show. So,
0: they, do you know um, they weren't actually technically kicked off? So, he wanted to leave – after the toothbrushing, he wanted to leave and producers like, no, 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 you've got to stay to the commitment ceremony. So, they said – Bless you. Oh, excuse me. Um, oh. they made an agreement with him that no matter what happened, he'd be able to leave after that episode. So oh. when she said, so they weren't expecting to say stay. When she said stay, they were, they knew they had an agreement with him that he had to leave that episode. Yeah.
1: Well, just for some context of those of you listening at home, this is a couple where the wife cheated on the husband, and then the husband um, got revenge by using her toothbrush as like a. A toilet brush.
0: Yeah, and you like scrubbed poo on scrubbed
1: it. Scrubbed poo on her toilet brush, yeah. which is like, that's got to be illegal.
0: Yeah, that has to be illegal. It has
1: to be illegal.
0: But I was shocked when she yeah. was like,
1: I'm going to stay just to punish him. So she, just think about- air time. she just wants airtime. She just wants airtime. Well, she's supposed with Jessica Power. Yeah, they just, she just wants fame. She does. You can yeah, hundred percent. We got it on the phone to good old friend Jess Power up in Queensland and said, "What do I do here?" And, and Jess said, "You stay can. as long as you bloody can yep. and get those Instagram views." Yep, exactly. You need to become verified before you leave the show. <laughs> and guess what? It's not happened. Well, John Atkin also said he's like, "You need to leave the show because it's it's sort of not in the spirit of the experiment." And I found this so ironic, but he's like, "There are certain standards that we need to uphold." It, and I was like, "Is it really a <laughs> are <this> dead." Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of Lizzie, I think that leads us to our first topic. All right, let's get to it. Let's get some African tea. Let's go. Sometimes. So, for hardcore friends of the pod, you would have remembered one of our very earliest episodes. We covered the incredible news that Disney was bringing Lizzie McGuire back yep. with Hilary Duff and most of the original cast, mm-hmm. except for Miranda, because we know what happened to her.
0: Oh, yeah. She's on meth. She's Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: unfortunately- Things have come to a head and it's come to light that it's not going to happen. See,
0: that's that's the worst thing ever. It's like they're giving the world blue balls. Yeah. You said we were gonna bring back the show and now you're like, no, oh <gasps> do you have you heard about Friends? They're coming back?
1: I heard. Well, heard I mean about for the this, one but episode, But I'm not holding my breath.
0: Well no, they signed with it.
1: Yeah, well so did so did blood Elizabeth McGuire so did Hillary Duff. Um but uh, friends but actually- apparently
0: the Friends it's gonna be unscripted and it's gonna be like one night only. Anyways, um, off-topic.
1: Off-topic, but sort of on-topic as well. Okay. Mm. You know, every time someone says one out only, I was like in my head, I'm singing Jennifer Hudson in Dreamgirls.
0: I I knew. I knew that's where you are going with that.
1: Okay. Well, all right. So, for Disney, they did film two whole episodes. Mm -hmm. And after two episodes, Variety magazine posted a story saying that the showrunner and the creator of the show, her name is Terry Minsky, uh, she was fired essentially by Disney. But they published this before that Terry was before Terry was even told. So they basically leaked the story that she had been fired before she oh had my been God. fired, and she was fired that day. But not much was really known about what was going on with the show, why she was fired, because they had filmed two whole episodes already. Like, why would she be yeah. fired after filming two episodes? But then. About a week ago, Hilary Duff started speaking out on Instagram about the uh, Disney show Love Simon. Have you watched that? No, I don't know anything about it. Oh,
0: it's about the gay guy. That's on Netflix, isn't it?
1: Oh, okay, that makes sense here because yeah. so apparently they originally had Love Simon on Disney Plus, like they had planned to do with Lizzie McGuire. Yeah, but then they moved it to Hulu. Yeah. Which is also owned by Disney. And uh, it says that uh, it was deemed not family-friendly enough. And in her post, Hillary Duff circles the words family-friendly and she writes above it, sounds familiar. So we can assume by now that Disney has put a halt on Lizzie McGuire because they felt that it wasn't as family-friendly as what it should be or what yep. it was. Yeah. But I kind of have the argument where it's not really supposed to be family-friendly because this is they weren't bring the show back as it used to be they're bringing the character back to be in a new show. Mm-hmm. It's Lizzie McGuire now. Yeah. When she's a 30 year old. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Terry and Hilary Duff had gone to Disney to pitch the show mm-hmm. and they were on the same page about what the show was going to be like. And it was going to be called Lizzie and it was going to be Lizzie McGuire, who we all grew up with and who we all looked up to, but now as a 30 year old. Yep. Um, and I think that's really good because we used to watch the show. Well, they've done Morganger. that with that. But
0: they've done with that. So Raven, they've got Raven's Home. Yeah, and that's exactly. on Disney. Yeah,
1: and we grew up with Lizzie McGuire. would yeah. be kind of weird to see her like as a thirty-something-year-old actress playing the same character. I'd, I'd be so into it though.
0: I w- want to know if she, like you know. Did she end up with Gordo? Did she end up with Ethan?
1: What happened to Miranda? Yeah,
0: where's Miranda gone? <laughs> well, she posted- Is Matt still a little rascal? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: she posted on Instagram, which I really, if you're not following Hillary Duff on Instagram, you have to, because she's actually yeah, no, really I funny. I love Hillary Duff. She's so funny. All right, so she posted here. Um, I'll read it out to you. I was incredibly excited to launch Lizzie on Disney+, and my passion and... Uh, excitement remains. However, I feel a huge responsibility to honour the fans' relationship with Lizzie, who, like me, saw themselves in her. It would be doing a great disservice to everyone by limiting the realities of a 30 year old's journey to live under the ceiling of a PG rating. So I assume that the writers wanted to make this as realistic as possible. Yeah, and she's and like, Disney well, it's not realistic. It. No. Lizzie wants to have sex. Lizzie wants to have an abortion. She
0: wants. Lizzie wants to go. You know, she wants to um, be a widow. Be on her fourth marriage, going on a Tinder date.
1: Lizzie wants to get an STD and then go to the gynecologist and realize. You know, this is a like we discussed. It's not. It's not actually
0: a gynecologist. It's it's Malachi Love Robinson. Yeah,
1: it's a thirteen-year-old boy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No. I'm. uh, Look. I'm shattered. It's. It's not going to be a thing. But I. I'm hopeful that somebody will pick it up, surely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, Disney knows how much money is in Lizzie McGuire and how many people are pumped for it. So they're really reluctant to let it go to Hulu because they really want it for. But is, don't fans. they own Hulu? Well, they do, but it's a it's a Disney show. You know what I mean? okay, like yep. It's owned by Disney. Uh, Hilary Duff just owns, like, the. I don't know. She doesn't even own the character, but you can't really have Lizzie McGuire without Hilary Without Duff. Lizzie, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's funny, we don't even call her Hillary. We just call her Lizzie. Lizzie.
0: I mean, look, hopefully they do move it. Um, I think think making some money out of Hulu is better than making no money at all. Yeah, okay, fair enough. All right, let's go to our next topic, shall we? Yes.
1: Only you would think that you could hide that powder blue puffy sleeve. It's kind of a peasant dress, but it might just be a baggy disaster of questionable fiber content that you wore to the spring dance.
0: Lizzie McGuire, you are an outfit repeater. Okay, so I've um, been a very triggered by something, and that's why I want to discuss it on the pod. Um, so it's basically about the toilet paper situation.
1: I don't – I'm not following – please explain. Okay. Oh, my God, I haven't even used this yet. <sighs> Hang on. Please
0: explain. So I'm sure anybody out there, if you're going shopping, you're going to notice that there is no toilet paper on the shelves. Okay. <laughs> you were waiting to play a soundbite
1: i was trying to but it's not working um
0: okay so yeah there is no toilet paper there's no um canned goods my my mother just went there there was no baked beans flour everything has people are bulk panic buying toilet paper because of coronavirus so they basically think that the world's gonna end and that 60 million people are gonna die so they're like I don't know, buying toilet paper and making bomb shelters out of sorbent two-ply. Oh, my but
1: bloody hell. So
0: th- police were called to a Parramatta Woolworths at 1.30pm on Wednesday after a woman pulled a knife on a man during a fight over toilet paper. Oh, there's plenty of toilet paper to go no, around. But see, listen, what, what, so I, what I can't fathom. So first of all, if there is going to be some sort of fucking apocalypse, what the bloody hell is toilet paper going to do? It's not a necessity. If you are going to die and you need to barricade yourself in a house, you have things like soap, you have a shower, you have goddamn newspaper. Why is toilet paper the one thing you are panic buying?
1: Yeah, it is unusual, isn't it? And it's, right? I don't think people have really thought this through because now that it, you say it, why do you need that much toilet paper? And it
0: sucks because people out there who genuinely just need a normal amount of toilet paper can't buy it now because it's been bulk-bied. So... Every company sold out completely. Sustainable toilet paper company who gives a crap ran out of all st- on stock on all its products. due to panic buying.
1: Well, Good on them. Company, having a great well, company
0: sales went up 800%.
1: Oh, that's really that's that's very good for them. Scalp
0: you're playing a sound are on you. It's
1: not
0: working. Okay. Um scalpers
1: Okay, calm down. Calm down. Um, <laughs> calm down. So
0: scalpers have even started selling packs um on Facebook, Marketplace, and eBay. Okay, I'm look
1: it up so, right now.
0: <laughs> I've done that for you, Stephen. Don't you worry. Oh, please so I, did, so, I did some calculations. So, basically, I just went on eBay and I had to search toilet paper. The first one that came up was a Quilton, um, just normal, regular – quilted, two ply, whatever the hell it was, Um, and it was it was priced at seventy five dollars. Oh my god! Is it a bloody collector's edition? Is it the royal wedding edition of toot paper? So I'm I'm actually looking at the throne. Well, so it gets worse because I'm looking at it now and it's no longer there. So I'm guessing it's sold out. Anyways. So here's where so it was it was seventy five dollars for a pack of forty eight rolls. So if you look at so the price the retail price of that is usually twelve dollars. So on eBay you can see how many people have purchased. A product. So there had been 585 pe 585 people had purchased those toilet papers for seventy five dollars. Now, if you take out the five hundred eighty five dollar, the twelve dollar cost of those toilet paper, someone out there has made thirty six thousand eight hundred fifty five dollars over bogan Australians thinking they need to build a fort of toilet paper.
1: Oh my, I'm having a look at marketplace right now, and a lot of people are selling single roll for five dollars. Yep. One person is selling toilet paper, extremely rare, four thousand 5- five.
0: That person's obviously just having a good old laugh. Yeah,
1: he's, he's having a laugh.
0: So, here's my thing. So, I've been really worked up about this and I put, um, I wrote something on Facebook, whatever, um, about it. Basically, with coronavirus, there's only been 42 cases in Australia.
1: Hang on. Can I just stop you for a second? Yeah. I'm on um, the Facebook Marketplace and I found someone selling crochet toilet paper reusable for a million dollars.
0: Okay, well, that's disgusting.
1: <laughs> Can I show? You? It's someone like some nonna has knitted. Okay, well, I don't think they're it.
0: selling it for a million dollars. They're just having a laugh. Um. Anyways, while right, Stephen while Stephen purchases crocheted toilet paper, buy some stickies. So um, there's been 42 cases in Australia out of our population of 24.6 million. That is 0.00017 percent who have coronavirus. Okay. So the chances of you getting it are very freaking unlikely. Even if you do get the disease, and you are one of those zero point zero 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 one seven percent, there is only a one percent chance that you will actually die from it. Yeah. So I've got this. Sorry, there's this website, um, and it's called Water, and it's like got the like it live updates. So so far, coronavirus, the cases there's ninety three thousand one hundred ninety eight deaths. Three thousand two hundred and three recovered. Fifty one thousand. Oh well, that's great. You don't hear people talking about that, do they? No. See, people are just freaking out for no like apparent reason. But I just don't get what they what they what they're gonna do when the world ends and they've just got toilet paper. And what happens when this? becomes nothing and these people would have a garage full of toot paper. They're set for life. Yeah. So there was also this post about it. Um, so in the worst day so far in the coronavirus was the 10th of February, um, 108 people in China died of coronavirus. On that same day, 26,283 people died of cancer, 24,641 people died of heart disease, 4,300 people died of diabetes, suicide took more lives than the virus did by 20 28 times. So 28 times that people died of suicide. Uh, mosquitoes killed 2,740 people that uh, every day. Uh, humans kill 1,300 people every day, and snakes kill 10730 people every day. So in comparison, coronavirus is just a f- little bump in the world, and you don't need to freak out and start making goddamn. F- Bomb shelters Oh
1: my god Calm down <gasps> Oh my god You know what I'm thinking of right now When this all Like when the apocalypse comes All I'm imagining These like Bogans in the middle of bloody That is it They're gonna be In their bunkers With all this toilet paper Doing You know that like Brides Like, like the game That people play With toilet paper At their bride showers <laughs> They, make, dress, hours. they yeah. make wedding dresses yep. They'll all just be making Wedding dresses <laughs> Out of toilet paper And dancing <laughs> to stupid love <laughs>
0: I'm I'm so triggered by people uh, being doomsday preppers for a virus that really only kills one percent. But
1: yeah, you you were saying, look, I don't understand why people are going crazy about this. But you know what? I do understand why because I watched the bloody news the other day. There was an hour long special bulletin at ten o'clock, not last night, maybe the night before, and it was all about Corona, and it was. It actually was quite scary. It was really confronting as well because it was none none of the good news that you said. None of the news that you said where how many people fifty thousand people had recovered fifty one thousand. You've got like a what a, a very high percent high chance of recovering from the coronavirus. Well,
0: that's are people that are fully recovered have their own traces.
1: They didn't mention any of that. They no. were just saying that you will get corona and you're going to die because one yeah, person in Perth only one
0: percent of them die. Only three thousand people so far have died from this from this.
1: Yeah. And mosquitoes kill more people. These special hour-long bulletins. Why don't they have one for they, climate change?
0: Exactly. Exactly. They just—they absolutely instill fear in people for no apparent reason. But these bogan Australians, for some goddamn reason, think that they need to go out and stockpile supplies. When we've had forty-two cases in this country, what makes Lorraine from Warren thinks that she's special enough that she's going to go out there and get? Coronavirus when she only goes to the pub in the RSL.
1: Bloody, oh, bloody. Lorraine. (laughs) Lorraine again.
0: Not Lorraine. So goddamn triggered by this. What have you got against Lorraine? I. I, I, okay, and I also need to clarify when I said, wakes, I think she's special enough, I, that wasn't implying that you have to be special to get it. <laughs> Diseases can get everyone. Well, you and are that a was minority. a wrong term. That was a definite um, wrong use of words. All I'm saying is all those bogan Australians who are fighting over toilet paper, chill out, wash your goddamn hands if you're having a panic attack, and just... Have a glass of wine or something, and you know what? If you do get coronavirus, I hope the people that stockpile the toilet paper are the ones who get coronavirus. I hope of 42 of you are stockpiling things because you're an idiot and you're inconveniencing everyone's goddamn life. Let's move on before I blow a gasket.
1: Let's go. Let's, let's stockpile some <sighs> let's yeah, go. Yeah, we let's let's
0: go, Let's go. Give it to me. No. You're not getting it. Oh, you are so me! You got a Mum. No, Kim! I can't help it if you're an ignoranus. Ignoranus! 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 ignoranus. Oh, Kim! Oh! Stupid girl. Okay, so last week I um, promised to give you guys um, the story of Matthew Shepherd, and I when I say I promised to give you, it's really, really bleak. So um buckle in, guys. Um, so in October th- no. give me- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a light note to it. On the twenty, on October the seventh, nineteen ninety-eight, a young cyclist saw what he thought to be a scarecrow tied to wooden posts. When he approached it, he saw a young man slumped up against the post, his face covered in blood. But his face covered in blood, besides the tracks down his face where his tears had washed it clean. The night before, on October the sixth, twenty-one-year-old University Wyoming student Matthew Shepard attending a meeting for Gay Awareness Week at his university before heading to a bar called Fireside Beer. Two men, 21-year-old Aaron McKinney and 22-year-old Russell Henderson, entered the Fireside Beer Lounge. McKinney had hoped to find a buyer for a gun he had as both men were broke. They spotted 21-year-old Matthew Shepard sitting at the bar sipping a beer. Two men saw him as an easy target and went into the bathroom and hatched a plan to isolate Matthew Shepard and rob him. Now, this is where I think that they might be closet gays because why did they have to go into a toilet stall together?
1: Yeah. Couldn't they've just
0: done that at the couldn't they've just done that at the table? Well,
1: there's only two reasons why you would go into a stall together. Mm. One would be for a good time. And the other is to, um, I don't know, compare keys, you know. <laughs> just have a look at my key. Do you want to just sniff my key for a minute? Something wrong well, with they my were keys. broke,
0: so you know they weren't doing keys.
1: Yeah, they weren't doing nothing on keys.
0: Um, <laughs> when they left the bathroom, they went and sat next to Matthew Shepard and spoke in feminine voices to convince him they were gay. Matthew bought them all around to drinks and then all three left the bar. As they drove to the outskirts of Wyoming, Matthew Shepard realised these men were not their friend as McKinney pulled a gun and said, we're not faggots. You've just been jacked. He oh. took his wallet.
1: Can we just rewind when you said, so they pretended to be like, they had like feminine voices. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that conversation was like. Oh, to be a fly on a wall in there. <laughs> they probably all in the bathroom. Oh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Miranda. You sound a bit like a Samantha. This is my friend. This is my friend Adrian. He's oh, more we're of talking a about we're
0: talking about two dirtbag rednecks trying oh, to okay. be gay. They're
1: probably like, "Do you hear that that Lady Gaga song?
0: <laughs> Stupid Love'? <Ba-da-da-da-ba-ba-ba." laughs> All right, okay. Carry I love on. no, but I love that you're giving us lightheartedness in something that gets really quite uh, bleak.
1: Oh, does it get worse?
0: Oh yeah. Um, so this is just after they took their wallet. McKinney claimed to the police that Matthew grabbed um, grabbed his leg and his genitals, um, although Henderson, who was driving the car, made a statement saying that this wasn't the case at all. So, McKinney instructed Henderson to pull off-road where they then beat Matthew Shepard, tied him to the fence post and left him where he wouldn't be found for 18 hours.
1: Oh, wow. So, they
0: tied him to a fence like it was a scarecrow. Um, Within 24 hours, both men were arrested. Both girlfriends of the men were charged with accessory after the fact and both pled guilty. Um, so, they really went hard on the charging. They found these guys because um, these guys were fucking dumb and, like, took his wallet and everything. Um, so, Henderson avoided trial by pleading guilty to murder and kidnapping um, in order to av- avoid the death penalty. He also testified against McKinney and received two life sentences. So, he was the one who was driving the car and he then testified against his against the guy who was the main sort of um, the bad egg in this case. Yeah. Um when McKinney went to trial, the lawyer put forward a gay panic defence saying that McKinney was driven to temporary insanity due to alleged sexual advances. This defence was rejected by the judge. So can we just get your clap soundbite oh, yes, up? Oh, yes. Because this has been the one case where they didn't allow it.
1: Yeah. Oh, hang special guest, we have Shakira here as well. Is she going to do it? I don't this think... This soundball. We didn't get...
0: The I think Ki- Shakira was think a bit she was a bit um she was a bit shy then. Yeah. Um he received two life sentences without the possibility of parole.
1: Oh well that's that's another applause, I think. Come on. A studio audience.
0: So Matthew Shepard was really um, – what I find the most upsetting about this, and I still get upset thinking about it, was just the fact that when this cyclist found him, his face was covered in blood. The whole thing was covered in blood besides the two tracks on his face where his tears had been. Yeah, yeah, just envisioning that. That's really quite traumatic. Yeah, and when they found him, he was te- he was still alive. They oh. took him to the hospital and he died um, shortly after, um, but just – like the LGBTQ community in Wyoming, just really, and it makes it more upset because he went to a gay awareness week meeting. He was very involved in the community. Yeah, and then when his murder happened, that's when Obama started signing the hate things that I just told you. They started turning so many laws in his name. Like his death wasn't in vain in the sense that what he's done for for future victims is phenomenal like they've they've really responded well to him which is sad because in recent days as I told you last episode they've gone really backwards
1: they have yeah and it's a shame that he hasn't been around to see what his name has sort of I don't know what he's done
0: what his legacy is essentially legacy, that's and a good it's word. horrible because he is dead yeah like you said um but it's one of those things that He's probably looking down, going, "All right, cool. like there is he's he wasn't died, he didn't die in vain, and he helped a lot of people, and he put two horrible, horrible people." But you know what I don't get is, um, he, they said, "Oh, you know, we just wanted to rob him. We just, we just we were just robbing him." But they took his wallet. They had him at gunpoint. Why did you then have to pull him out of the car and beat him?
1: This is a thing. I've got a friend of mine who, in. Uh, it's funny. What's well, not funny? But it typically, or generally happens in America. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a friend who went to the Abbey in West Hollywood. And um, he said that he was robbed at gunpoint behind the Abbey nightclub by three guys. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to, like, he didn't really tell us a backstory. But I can understand look i have a theory of what happened mm-hmm. i think that he met this really good looking guy yeah and he said come around the back of the club to the alleyway and we'll you know hook up hook up you could say that we're not going to be singing stupid love um and <laughs> And that's when two guys jumped out of the dumpster and were like, give me the mail, give me the mail, I'm the hamburger, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's not an uncommon thing. I've heard of this happening to hmm. friends of mine.
0: And they had him tied up. Yeah. Um, they had him tied up. They had him at gunpoint. If you really just want to rob him, take his wallet. You don't then have to just brutally beat him to death and tie him to a lamppost.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Where he was then left for 12 hours. <laughs> Um so yeah that's the horrible I that's I didn't think I could tell it last week cuz if you do there are a lot of documentaries on Matthew Shepard watch them it is a horrific case it's probably one of the worst um I thought you were playing another soundboard um yeah it is probably one of the worst um so, watch, th- watch it, learn a lot about him. Um, it's a really sad story, and I didn't want to sort of make anyone a little bit more depressed last week. So, there it is. Thank you so much for sharing, Amy. Yeah. That
1: was really beautiful. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Mm.
0: Let's go into something a little bit more lighthearted. I don't even know if the next one's lighthearted, but you know, let's give it a crack, Hey,
1: You're in for a trace.
0: When the message out there is so horrible that to be gay, you can get killed for it, we need to change the message. <laughs> Skateboarding gay-style.
1: I know you're all listening and thinking, what is going on? Because Stephen's about to talk to you something about sport. I know Something sporty Sporty (laughs) Spice has entered the building
0: I was so worked up on toilet On the toot paper That um, I was meant to originally be covering this one And then Mm -hmm. you turned up and I went I'm sorry I'm I'm deep in the toot paper hole You're gonna need to step up boy
1: Yep she's wrapped herself in toilet paper She protected herself from the coronavirus Yep I made myself
0: a wedding dress Yes And Stephen's done all the hard yards Although this is another one Before you said Friends of the Pod Remember we also covered Sun Yang I think he was like early early days So only like OG fans of the Friends of the Pod Pod. Exactly. Remember.
1: Yes, original friends, friends of the pod would remember. But the day has finally come mm-hmm. and the sun has finally set on Sun Yang. Thank bloody God. Ding. Soundbats aren't working. Alright, so the big news <laughs> in sport was that the uh, uh, there was an eight-year ban handed down to the Chinese Olympic swimmer Sun Yang. And remember this Australian swimmer uh, Mack Horton yep. uh, refused to podium with him at last year's world championships after the drug cheating allegations. Mm-hmm. So there was a, it was a very known well-known rumour and it was allegedly proven, it was essentially proven at the time that Sun Yang had used performance-enhancing drugs to Um, I don't know help himself um, win a ton of gold medals Mm -hmm. uh, sponsorships and he was becoming really really successful but it was completely unfair to other swimmers like Mac Horton, who have based his career around being fair, being honest, and yeah. representing the sport really, really well. Yeah. Now, the court found that Sun Yang had breached his anti-doping laws, um, and they related, uh, and it related to his mother smashing a vial containing his blood during a test in 2018, yeah. which we discussed on the pod last yeah. year. Um, he had previously been found guilty of using the prohibited drugs, which is what fueled the concerns from people like Mac Horton. And he, but he was still allowed to compete, and he obviously won. Mm-hmm. And remember when he won? I'm going to post this on the Instagram. If you're not a friend of the pod on Instagram, it's at the Opinionated Pod. There was a video that was captured of Sun Yang turning around to the silver. The silver I think the bronze medalist is saying, "I'm winner, I winner, you loser, ha ha ha."
0: Yeah, he's such a dick.
1: He's such a dick.
0: Well, have you heard that China has now? Um Turned around and said they can't actually drug test um, their Olympic candidates because of coronavirus. Oh,
1: please. Um, They're just saying get the drugs out of your system because the Olympics, the Olympic Committee is not well, fucking around this year. Well,
0: WADA, which is the World Anti Doping Agency, yeah. they are not going to accept that. They're not going to go, yeah, you know what? That's fine. No. Especially. <coughs> oh. <coughs> I'm sorry. I almost just died. Um, especially after. All that's happened and their history, they're not gonna go, you know what, that's fine. No, they're gonna come there and they're gonna bloody drug test them. But they're going, no, 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 we need three weeks, which by then they would hopefully clear their system, do the drug test, and then they'll compete at the Olympics yep. if they're even on.
1: Exactly. Whatever drugs they're taking will be out of their system, hopefully by then. But they're gonna rock up with not a hair on their bloody body.
0: No, God, no. <laughs> they'll all be shaven, even the women. <laughs> they'll all be shaved. All the mushroom cups will be shaved. <laughs>
1: Well, there is a bit of controversy because at this point, Sun Yang is allowed to keep his gold medals um, that he had won previously. Joe Watson was stripped
0: of his Brownlow medal.
1: Exactly. So, he is going to uh, challenge this appeal. And there are still questions about what's going to happen to his medals because it hasn't really been clarified yet. At this stage, he's allowed to keep his gold medals, which is really – I don't know. I find that really disappointing.
0: Yeah, I think think the people – the you know, second should become first yep. and then third should become second and then fourth should become third.
1: Exactly. I think the only thing clear about this situation in swimming is uh, the water. Yep. Yep.
0: Everything else is really dirty at this point.
1: He's a dirty swimmer.
0: He's a dirty, dirty boy.
1: And I'm glad that he was proven guilty um, by the court, but I still would like those gold medals to be stripped. 100%. And at least one of them given to the legend, Mac Horton. A
0: hundred percent. He got Mac Horton got so much flack for not taking that podium, but you know what? He stood up for what he believed. And he's, there's this, I'm reading, I'm reading. I read this book called, um, a You'd hate it, Stephen. It's called a thoroughly unhelpful history of Australian sport. Uh, it was given to oh, me as what's a gift. It a, what's it about? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Please explain. Um, it was. It's about well, it's about sport history, obviously. But it was given to me um, as a birthday gift. It was probably one of the. Oh, okay. Oh. Um. Oh, that was Lee. Please explain. Leaf friend of the pod, barking us orders to bring her a drink bottle upstairs. I mean, she just literally just said, oh, oh, and then I get another one saying I'm pregnant. Yes, yes, we'll bring you drink bottle. Yes, we can see you. Yeah. Yes, hi, Mandy. <laughs> I can see you. Can you
1: see what you've resulted us to? <laughs> it's
0: quite nice in here, Mandy. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> um I forget what I was going on about. Anyways, what was I saying? What were you saying? Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. So, in the book, um, I I got given uh, given that as a birthday present from a friend of the podcast, Terry DeGarney. You might know him as the guy who fell for one too many MLM scams. Yeah. He gave me that, and it was. Terry always gives me books for my birthday and I love it because I love reading and I feel like he's never got them wrong. He always picks books that I genuinely get obsessed with. He just knows me to a T. Um, so when I got this one, I was like, can't wait. And he speaks about it. But um, Titus O'Reilly, um, who I think is hilarious. And he said, you know, cheating is like one of the most un-Australian things that you can do. And Australians take cheating so badly, like we just do not accept it because we put sport on such a high regard. Yep. sport to Australia is like it's like the beacon of all things good. So when you're cheating and saying that is so sacred to Australian culture, there we, we do not we do not take it lightly.
1: You're right. Remember what happened to the the cricket? Was yeah. it last year or the year before? Yeah, and the Sam Smith.
0: Um, and Australia was so. Um, we were so embarrassed by it, and we were so ashamed because it's just not what we do. Yeah, we we pride ourselves on being that hardworking country who, you know, we we just we work hard for everything we do. We do it quite fairly. Um, so when this all happened, it was it was just horrible. Um, but I can understand why he didn't want a podium. Like I said, it's because we take sports so goddamn seriously, and if you do something like that, it's it it like. It's almost like a slap in the face in Australian culture. So when everyone had a go with him, I was kind of like, no. And most people, most Australians, are like, no, no, no. You don't step on that podium. Screw legend. him.
1: He's an, abs- he's a, an yeah, absolute, he's an absolute legend.
0: absolute icon. Good on you.
1: And how would he feel now?
0: Mm. Give.
1: Again? Let's do the hashtag now. Hashtag give Mac gold. Yep. We're gonna start that. Give Mac gold. Yep.
0: I love that. Yeah. He needs gold. Beautiful. And for Stevens' 17th, um, I don't need a reason, drop of Lady Gaga. Oh, we're back. Yeah, we will. <laughs> you were sitting there swaying, looking at me in the eyes like, yeah, you hit record. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, this is going to really blow up.
1: Yeah, streamed on the Spotify now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love and it. And the video clip. I'm, I've I'm got to really s- put it to where. Shot on an iPhone 11. Was it? The entire thing. She did a deal with Apple. Um, the entire thing was shot on an iPhone.
0: Someone else did that too, didn't they? Uh,
1: not as successfully, I'll be honest.
0: <laughs> well, Stephen, you don't think anyone does any, anything as successfully as Lady Gaga? Oh, she's
1: just such a gift. Such a, and the, oh.
0: I just don't get gays and Lady Gaga. Such a gift. They j- it's like ingrained in in the blood. Like I reckon every like every time a gay, a gay child's born,
1: they're just born.
0: They're born with Lady Gaga in them.
1: They're born singing, born this way. So it's like you they're know, how I, you know how way. I just
0: said that cheating um is like the most un-Australian thing, and it's like a slap in the face for all uh, sport-loving Australians. Not liking Lady Gaga is like the same for the gay community.
1: Yeah. Well, I told you the reason. I told you the the story how I met her. Right? No. I've never told you this. No, you haven't. So, okay, remember when we went to her concert when we were really young? Yep. After that, she went to Cherry Bar. Mm-hmm. So Cherry Bar, if you're not from Melbourne, Cherry Bar is on ACDC Lane, and it's a heavy metal institution. Yeah,
0: my um, fr- um, our friend Emma Moore. Yeah, she she worked she used to work there.
1: My brother used to work there. They've closed now. They've mm-hmm. gone under renovation, so they've moved it. Yeah. Um, and look, a little bit of a uh, little little inkling that I've got because I work just around the corner from there. Um, and I walk, I see walking past the Russian family, um, Rosalie Russian. Yeah. And yeah, so they They walk in and out. Out of it, Nick Rush. and oh, so he bought it. Uh, I think that he bought it and they're renovating it into something else. But mm-hmm. it's it was an institution and a lot of heavy metal bands got their starts there as well, a lot of rock bands, and it's in ACDC lane. Mm. I mean, how much more iconic can you get? So uh, the night that we went to her concert, she tried to go to um, Cherry Bar and she said that I want the VIP area in the back, the big room. And they said, well, I'm sorry, we can't give you that. We've got live bands playing here um, and we've already booked out. It's, it's a full house house we can't give that to you but we can give you entry and she said well i'm sorry i've got security i've got my team i need space so she went somewhere else then she came back for her concert about four years later and i remembered hey okay i know she really wanted to go to cherry bar what are the chances that she'll come back to melbourne and she'll try to go to cherry bar again Mm -hmm. and my brother worked there so he was at cherry bar i went to her concert i went home and I'm thinking, I reckon she's going to go to Cherry Bar. I've got a feeling she's going to go to Cherry Bar. My brother messages me as I'm thinking that and saying, I think Lady Gaga's here. Babe, I jumped in the car. I went straight there. I get to ACDC Lane and I can see three big black SUVs in ACDC Lane. All blacked out. You can't see what's going on inside. I walk inside and my brother's like, well, no one's here yet, but I'm pretty sure that's got to be her out there not even two minutes of me being in there, security walks around with flashlights. Everyone get out of the way, everyone get out of the way, get out of the way. In walks Lady Gaga, the Queen herself, wearing a bra, a uh, a G-string, and like a fishnet bodysuit with holes all over it, right? Mm -hmm. And she walks in, my jaw drops. No one cared. Not a single – I don't even think half the people knew who she was. No one cared. She's dancing on the bar. She's kicking bottles around. She's having the most amazing time. She was so much fun. Mm -hmm. No one could take photos with her. I saw some photos online. People did sneak some. But every time someone pulled their phone, I took a photo with her – security would just slap it out of their hand and say, she's on a night out, no photos. Now, for people uh, people who are listening, it's going to be really hard for me to describe what I'm going to do. So, Amy, I'm just going to do it to you and you can describe okay, what I'm yep. doing. I walked past her, I made eye contact and I just did this.
0: So, he, he basically just put his hand up like <laughs> like he's holding a drink and taking a sip. Like he put his like a glass to his mouth, sort of.
1: No, babe, I did this
0: oh you did a claw I did a little
1: claw you know how Gaga was all about doing like paws up (laughs) honey I put my paws up
0: I thought you were taking a sip of a drink.
1: No, I did my little pour up. I did a little pour up and mm. I made eye contact with her and she pointed right at me, right? And I went up to her and I said, I went to the show. I had such an amazing time. I said, thank you so much. And she goes, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. Um, she goes, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. This is this person. This is this person. She introduced me to her team. Um, and then she said, do you want a drink? And I said, no, it's okay. I've got to drive. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then she gave me a little lap dance in a little G string um, and a fishnet bodysuit. And you know what? I think I'm gayer for it. <laughs> I think it really made it really it it was a really it was a pivotal moment in my life I love and I'll that. never forget it I, I love tell everyone that. yeah and ACDC dc lane is covered in beautiful, um, uh, beautiful graffiti. graffiti all over it, and I sit there and have my coffee every morning because I just walk work basically across the street, and there are tourist groups that come through every single day, and I always hear the same spiel. Actually, this is a really famous bar. It's AC, it's Cherry Bar, um, and a fun story. Lady Gaga came here once, and they refused her entry, and she came back the year after. And in my head, I'm like, I was there, bitch. That was gonna ask me, but I was there.
0: I'm so I glad. Was, I'm so glad you share that story. I never told I was you so that. Enthralled. No, because I, I think that happened when we were going through our divorce. Oh
1: yeah, we were divorced that year. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> we don't know. We don't talk about that.
0: We don't talk about the divorce. Um, no, we, we had, don't talk we had about a divorce. that. I got the Simple Life DVD and the divorce.
1: The Simple Life's on um, Seven Plus.
0: Is it? Have yep. you watched it?
1: Uh, yeah. I haven't. I All You I've got to go because bloody yeah, Lee's asking for a drink bottle. Yeah, I oh
0: know she's pregnant. Um, so. Thank you so much um for listening again, guys. Yep. Um we'll be back again. And sorry about the delay in this getting uploaded. You know, I'm a busy girl. I work and I have university. Yep. And I've got my Zumba and my gym classes. Can't mm-hmm. wait till next week and I'll tell you what happens in this week.
1: Yep. And the real story is, look, I'm for those for the mothers out there, you know no, it's not about Lady Gaga. Okay. For the mothers out there, you know how heartbreaking it is when your child is sick. And unfortunately I am a mother with a very sick child. Mothers, can you hear me? Are you out there? Yes.
0: His dog his dog got diarrhea and then pooed too hard and made it bleed.
1: Yeah, yeah. My dog had the runs and then he shat too hard that he um got an anal fissure. But we've all been there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was just shitting blood and I didn't, I couldn't leave him.
0: No, fair enough. No. Dogs come first. All right, well, do you, or do you want to give your Instagrams to feel like you do it every episode? Oh, yeah. If you want to
1: become a friend of the pod, jump on Instagram. It's at The Opinionated Pod. Um, I'm at Stevia Steven and Amy's at I'm Amy Williamson. God, you knew that of course I tag you in things a little fucking time um and we'll see you next week see
0: you then guys
1: what's hedge what if I tell who's wired for who's who I'd waste my pedigree on this season
0: <laughs> jump on nine now <laughs> what the fuck <laughs>